Hey there, this is Pastor John Ware, lead pastor of Lifehouse Newport News, a church that exists to help all people experience life change through Christ. Thank you for joining us today on our podcast. We hope it inspires you and gives you perspective to see how God is moving in your life. Now let's get to today's episode. All right, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. I don't know about you, but I, when I watch Jurassic Park, my first thought is, how many movies is it going to take to realize a pattern? How many movies is it going to take to realize putting humans and dinosaurs together is dumb? And me, I struggle with kind of like sci-fi movies like this because I am more of a documentary, like I need something real. Anyone else out, out there like, like me? You have a hard time getting into this whole sci-fi land where I'm just, too, I'm just too logical. I'm like, that's dumb. Don't do that. Like, yes, mixing dinosaurs with people, as we saw, turns into destruction. People die, right? People die, like the whole fallen, fallen you know, the, the whole Jurassic world. Yeah, let's make a theme park with dinosaurs. And let's bring people to an island. And let's put them on the island with these dinosaurs. But what you see is a pattern. You, you kind of got this whole pattern of somebody gets, gets the, dinosaur DN, the dinosaur DNA, and then it gets into the hands of people, and then people, they get greedy with it. And then they're like, we can make money off of of these awesome dinosaurs. So let's get people to buy tickets to come into this whole thing. And then you see the pattern of death and destruction. And then the whole pattern plays itself out. But we can be different. We can do something different. But ultimately, it's a pattern. You know, and really, I think, honestly, whenever I watch Jurassic Park, I see so many people's lives because so many people's, so, so many people, including myself, have patterns in our lives. We are people of patterns. We follow patterns. You know how I, I see this every Sunday. Why? Because I see you walk in, and I see you sit in the exact same seat you sat for the previous seven weeks. <laughs> it's just so true. We're people of patterns. We, we, we like to do the same thing, and we develop them early, and we develop them continually throughout our whole life. Like, even me, I walk in on Sunday, and I can't tell you, for the past 12 weeks, I'm like, I'm going to sit somewhere different today because I, 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 I want to experience service from somewhere else. And every week, I don't know what it is. I'm like a robot. I just, <laughs> not thinking, just on autopilot. Me, I just go, I walk in, I come down the aisle here, and I'm just doing, doing my thing, and where do I sit? Right here. Every Sunday. And some of y'all... I, can, I, I know where y'all seats are. Like, I know if I look a certain place, I'm going to be sitting there. Why? Because we are people of patterns. It's what we do. We get locked into a certain way of doing things, whether it's in our life in different areas, and then it becomes hard for us to break these patterns that we have created. But it's true we're people of patterns, and many times, unfortunately, those patterns are not Healthy. Now, you might even say, well, I don't have a pattern. I'm spontaneous. I'm a nonconformist. Well, that's your pattern. <laughs> your pattern is you don't have one. 
Your pattern is you're unpredictable. Your pattern is no one can figure you out. And people know that. That's why they, they will be like, hey, do you, you, know, you want to go here? And you're like, yeah. And really, they know they're going to bail. You know how, you, how you've got those people? They say, yeah, I'll be there. Passionate. And you're like, no, you ain't. <laughs> Some, something's going to show up, right? You're like, you're in a pattern. If we're all honest, we all have patterns. What would change in your life if you created some new healthy patterns and broke some old ones? Because I think if we're honest here, um, I don't care how saved you are. I don't care how long you've been following Christ. I don't care how long you have been a Christian. I don't care how spiritual you are. I don't care how great you can pray. I don't care how many Christian words you know. I believe in your life you have got some unhealthy patterns that by the grace of God you need to change and develop some new healthy patterns in your life. Because I don't know about you, I always thought that whenever I started to follow Christ that I would just have this new desire to always want to do the right thing and to always want to be nice to my wife and always want to treat my kids good and always not want to say things that people, when they cut me off in traffic, and, and, and always want to, when someone does, does me wrong, that I'll just want to do as Jesus said and bless those who curse you. But I've, I find that I, and throughout my life, when I, before I got saved and even afterwards, I have developed some patterns that have become unhealthy. I have a heart today to hopefully help you develop some new patterns. And, and because I think many of you, you would know your life is like Jurassic World, fallen kingdom. Your life is like one big pattern. You can almost watch it. You know, in your relationships, your dating relationships, possibly even friendships, you know there's a cycle and there is this pattern of just unhealth and it always ends up being the same thing, just happening possibly a different way, but it's, it's the same result because you've got a pattern locked in. I want to help you develop today some new patterns. Are you guys ready? Okay, awesome. First off, let me give you a couple things about patterns. First off, unhealthy patterns will overtake a good heart and good intentions every time. I believe many of us sincerely have good desires. Like, we, we want new patterns. We want change. We want to see our life different. But the thing is, is you've developed some patterns, and those patterns will overtake, will overtake your good intentions every single time. So we, we don't just have to say, God, give me a good heart. We have to say, God, give me the strength to see what I want in my heart happen. And that's only going to change whenever we start to develop and do the hard work of developing new patterns. Secondly, beware of labeling unhealthy, changeable patterns as permanent problems. Beware of labeling unhealthy, changeable patterns as permanent problems. Because what we like to do is label ourselves. I'm just late. It's just who I am. So we just literally label ourselves. Like there's no way on God's green earth that you could get there on time. <laughs> Some of y'all are like, he's talking to me. Guys are, guys are like, <laughs> you know. No, but, but and I mean, let's just use that as an example, right? If we say, I'm just late, it's who I am. We label our, ourselves when really the issue is the fact that maybe you mis, misestimate how long it takes you to get ready in the morning. Maybe you never take into account something could come up. 
Maybe you don't set your alarm to get up early enough. So the fact that you say, I'm just always late, could actually be a deep-rooted cover for your lazy. Hey, I ain't speaking to no one here, okay? I'm not. Oh, my God. I was like, <laughs> I was like someone walked up here and is going to punch me. <laughs> I did not see you, bro. Oh. We're, we're done with this. All right, hang, hang on. We have an unhealthy pattern. The second service, the mic doesn't work. This is the second week. We have an unhealthy pattern, sound, sound team. Let's give it up for, for our amazing sound team and production team. They're in here at 6.30 every single morning preparing the worship service for you, man. Let's give it up for them one more time. So, but we, we, we could also say, you know, I am just always going to be overweight. This is what it is. It's just nothing's going to change. This is who I am. And what we do is we label ourselves, and we have to be careful, y'all. Our words have power. Be careful of labeling, because look, the bottom line is this, is this is the one thing science, I think, has really not helped us on, because we're quickly labeling ourselves as having permanent problems when really there's a changeable pattern. The fact of there could be some changeable things that you could do with your diet that are in your hands that you have the power to change. So be careful of labeling yourself, of giving yourself a permanent problem, a permanent label when there is a changeable pattern that you can do. Is everybody okay? I feel like everyone's on edge. Let's just take a deep breath. The sermon is going to be life-empowering. It's going to be changing for you, okay? I sincerely believe that, all right? Let's, let's dive in. I honestly believe we give the devil too much credit. We give the devil way too much credit, y'all. The devil's attacking me. Every time I drive home on Mercury Boulevard, this hot and now sign is on it. Krispy Kreme, Satan incarnate is in that sign. Every time I go by, I don't know what it is. I become like a robot. My car just magically becomes the Google driving car. It just turns and make a, makes a right. I go in, walk out with two dozen. They're gone by tomorrow. I can't believe what the heck happened. Satan is all over me. You know you could take a different way home. Right? We need to be careful of labeling changeable patterns as the devil. We need to be careful of labeling, of confusing destiny with decisions. I really believe today that many of us need to quit playing the victim card. I am this way and there's nothing I can do about it. My mom was this way. It's how I am. I have these spending habits. I grew up in a home where I wasn't taught money, so I guess I'm just going to always going to be in debt, never going to get ahead, never going to have the ability to go to college. I'm just this, I, I'm just that we need to be careful of playing the victim card. Why? Because if we play the victim card, we lose the fact of we can fight back. Victims never fight back. Victims are always, I am because of this. 
when, look, whenever you follow Christ, you are not a victim no longer. You become a victor. But here's the thing. It takes a mindset shift. It takes a pattern shift in your life to see all of these things. All right, we're going to dive into some stuff. I feel like everyone's hating me right, right now. Okay, number, number one, if we're going to see new patterns start, okay, just, just, just want to give you a few things to help you. First off, you need to get to the root of it. You need to get to the root of it. You need to get to the root of it. Dandelion syndrome. Dan, dandelions. You can pull those joints all day. You can go around your lawn, and you can pull them, 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 but they will always grow back because you treated the symptom and not the root. You got rid of what was seen instead of what was unseen. And what was unseen is the root system that continually causes the dandelion system to grow up. And, I, and, I, and here's the thing. I believe many of us do that. We try to treat the symptom of our patterns instead of getting to the root of the patterns. We just say, I'm just going to stop. I'm just going to stop being in bad relationships. I'm going to stop sleeping with people that aren't my wife or husband. I'm just going to stop it. I'm going to the club Friday. Anyone want to go? I'm still on Tinder. I'm still on Bumblebee or whatever that joint's called. Where it's, it's like you, you, you're not changing the pattern. You're, you know, you know, but then you kind of have to, to be like, okay, why, why do you have that thirst in you to want unhealthy relationships in the first place? What is that thing driving you that says, I, I want to physically share something with this person that God said is only meant in the confines of, of what? A marriage relationship. Why do I thirst for that? And I just want to give you a couple things. First off, you have, Scripture calls this, and I know this is a churchy word, so if you're not real churchy, possibly you are, whatever, a sinful nature. You have a sinful nature, which simply means this. You have a pre-wired hunger for things that are basically against God. You are wired to want what isn't God's best. Let me tell you what sin is simply. Sin is simply wanting what isn't God's best. And we believe that what God's best is, is the way God designed things. And, and scripture lays all of this out. But sin is simply this deep, innate desire in us to want to go against and do what isn't God's best. And scripture tells us this in, in Romans 5, 12. It says, Paul, Paul here is writing. He says, therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, Adam, right? We, we've all heard Adam, Eve, right? Said, you know, him and and, and him and Eve sinned. It said, just as sin into the world through one man and death through sin. And this way, death came to all people because all sin. So we've got this nature inside of us already that wants to go against what God's best is. But not only do we have a sinful nature, here's what we also have. We, we, we have got, hold on, let me just do this quote so I don't mess it up. Unhealthy patterns are due to our sinful nature in general, right? So we've all got this deep-rooted desire for what goes against God. But we also have experiences, proclivities, and nurture specifically. So we all have things that have happened to us that have shaped some of the unhealthy patterns in our lives. Maybe you grew up in some kind of home where you just continually saw your mom going through dudes like it was a daggone rolodex and you had guys coming in guys going out 
guys coming in, guys going out, and in your mind, it created this, well, that's how relationships are. Maybe you, were, you grew up in some kind of home where it was like, you know, fi- you know finances, no one cared. It was like you're always getting repossessed, cars getting repossessed, you were never taught money. Like, there's so many things. Like, I don't know what your patterns are, but what I am saying is there's a reason you do what you do. And some of us have to, have to actually take time and stop and say, why do I struggle with this? Why do I have this unhealthy pattern in my life? But many of us, we don't want to stop and just take, take, and just take the time and get to the root of it. But look, we battle our sinful nature in general. And then we all battle things, experience proclivities. Because here's the thing, we have a fallen nature, guys. Like, I, I, I know this isn't fun to preach in church because like no one like shouts for this. And I know that Many people teach in Christian circles, there's a good you inside of you somewhere. You're a snowflake. There's no one like you. Just get down to the good inside of you and pull that little good person out, and you'll be awesome and great, and Jesus will absolutely love you. But that's not the true Christian message, y'all. Honestly, what it is is that we're, we're, we're all messed up. Every part of us has fallen. With sin, every part of us has fallen. Our feelings, that's why we can't trust them right? Feelings, emotions, every piece of us is fallen. And that is why we need to be fully redeemed by Christ, right? So, so it's like we, we've got this whole thing. We need help. Like we need a savior. We need help. And so we've got a sinful nature that we're battling, but then we're also battling the things that we have experienced and stuff that has been done to us and stuff that we have participated in that we shouldn't have that has shaped our patterns. But if you're, gonna re, if, if you're going to have a new pattern, you've got to identify the current pattern that you have and own it because what you don't own cannot be healed. What you don't identify and name, you can't heal it. You've got to get to the root of it. And parents, that's why I want to implore you really, really quickly. I want to implore you, the patterns that you are creating in your life and really in your home, your patterns aren't just about you. They're about your kids also. That's why you've got to be so keen on creating healthy patterns for your kids because you're going to pass on what patterns you are cre- you are cre- you, that you are creating. And that's why some of y'all struggle with the same thing your parents struggled with. And some of you know that, like you've got the same issues and stuff that your parents struggle, you have the same patterns because you grew up in, in that and you developed that. And I don't know about you, but I've got things that I'm trying to kind of change, patterns that I'm trying to change that were passed down to me that I'm trying to change for Jackson, Judah, and Dallas. That's why, look, you've got to create a spiritual pattern in your home. That's why I think church is in, church, church has got to be a must. You've got to get them to church on Sunday. Why? Because if church and faith is optional, man, it's going to be optional for them. If you say, I'm going to go to church whenever I feel like it, what what you're basically telling them is, my feelings drive my faith, not my faith drive feelings. Well, I'm just tired. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, look, we've got to say, we're not just, we're not just, in this to do good works. We're in this to create healthy and God-like patterns in our family. Look, my kids, my kids for them, it's not going to be an option. Like, they're going to church. I don't care if they like it. I don't know. I hate God. Okay, well, you're, you're going to hate God inside of church because you're going to be going and, you know what, it's going to be all good because I'm not responsible for them to do anything 
receiving God. But do you know what? I can lead them to the water. I can lead them to the well. I can lead them to them, but I can't make a decision for them in the same way. You can't make a decision for, for your kids, but you can create healthy patterns and put them in the what? Atmosphere to see and experience the goodness of God. I'm a living, breathing witness of that. I didn't want to have anything to do with God until I was 15 years old. But you know what? My mom was dragging me to church every Sunday and Wednesday. And, I, and I'd, be there looking for girls to hook, I'd be there looking for girls to hook up with. But do you know what? I didn't know what she was doing. She was dragging me and getting me there and saying, you know what, John? I want to create a new family pattern through you. And do you know what? She has. My mom did that, and father did, did that, and I'm thankful for that. So parents, don't compromise. Don't compromise. No, the patterns that you are creating are setting a new legacy and, and generational faith for years to come through your patterns. Number two. Well, hold up. Here, here we go. The, the root of this whole Jurassic Park thing, check it out. You might not even know it. Is this guy, the Asian doctor. Dr. Wu, right? I don't know if you saw this in all the Jurassic Park movies, this dude's in it. And he just makes a little, just a, a little appearance and has a, con a, con a conversation. But this is the guy creating these monsters. This is the guy behind the scenes working things and doing things. Now look, we're not uh, against Asian doctors here, okay? So don't be like, <laughs> it's like, but what's your Asian doctor? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Right? No, it's like, but we've got to identify the root. We've got to identify the root of, why the, of the patterns that we have. Secondly, we need to embrace the ups and downs. If you want to create new healthy patterns, you've got to embrace the ups and downs. Let me tell you this. If you're trying to create new patterns, you will fail multiple times. I, I was always taught growing up, you know, following Christ, you go from glory to glory. Should have bought a Honda, but I bought a Mazda, right? It's like you go from glory to glory. Where it's like, you know, you're always just going to get better. You're never going to mess, mess up. You're just always, this is going to be this beautiful ascension. Growth is just this continual ascension up. And I realize Christian growth is not like that at all. Many times creating new patterns in Christian growth is five steps forward and three steps back. Four steps forward, three steps back. Three steps forward and four steps back. It's kind of just like this here. You know, we kind of, you know, have you ever seen this here? God's plan versus our plan. Like we, we want it to be so easy. We want it to be handed to us. We, we just want it to be something where it's just so, you know, full of comfort, painless. But God's like, no, if I'm going to get something in you, not just something to you, to, to you, you're going to have to go through some things. You're going to have to fail. You're going to have to, at times, say, hey, look, I messed up. And do you know what? Many, many times that's the way it is. God's plan and God's path for us is so much more difficult than we could ever think or say. But God is more interested not in you being perfect, but he is more interested in conforming you more of to who Jesus is. And many times conforming to more of who Jesus is. I don't know if you know this, but Jesus went through a few, went through a little bit of stuff. He was perfect, yet he got betrayed by his best friends. He got murdered on the cross. But I don't know, so I just think sometimes, well, if I'm going to be like Christ, it's going to be easy peasy, lemon squeezy. You know, it's going to be, 
It's going to be great, but we've got to know, look, we're going to have stuff happen to us. We're going to have times we're going to have to actually suffer. But then two, you're going to have to almost learn to embrace failure as a part of your Christian walk. Why? Because developing new patterns is hard. If you're trying to create new sexual patterns, it's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. You're going to fail a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. So I don't want you to, to be shocked at that. But if you're going to create new patterns, you, you've got to see this, that quitting cannot be an option. If you're trying to create new patterns, you've got to realize quitting cannot be an option. Why? Because the devil is ferocious and he's, he's not going to quit. So if he's not going to quit, you need to match his, his thing of I won't quit with your attitude of I won't quit. And here's what I want you to know. If you fail in creating new patterns, get back up. Get back up. God forgives you. Forgive yourself. Get back up. Whenever I have people come to me, they're like, man, I, I failed. Look, I try to be nice to them. Try to walk them through it. Try to encourage them. But ultimately, my final message is get back up. What are you going to do? Stay, stay, stay down? What are you going to do? Quit? What do you, what's the other option? Get back up. I pray that when you are at that point where you're trying to create new patterns, because this message is going to inspire you so much that you're going to want to create new patterns, that when you're in the process of it, that and when you fail, not if you fail, that you will hear my voice ringing and echoing in your spirit, in your mind, and in your heart that is, that, that is God's voice, that you will hear it as get back up. Men, if you're out there fighting porn, get back up. Ladies, if you keep falling to the same cycles with craziness, get back up. You're trying to quit alcohol. You fail. Get back up. Get back up. Get back up. Get back up. Galatians 5.25 says this. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit, meaning, meaning this, you know. Paul here is saying what a Spirit-filled life looks like. In other words, saying we have a flesh pattern and then we've got a spirit pattern. And Paul is trying here to kind of get them, okay, how do you develop new patterns? How do you develop new patterns of being spirit-led instead of being flesh-led? Paul says, keep in step with the, with the Holy Spirit. I need my wife. Is, is my wife here? Who will do here? Debbie, are you here? This is my mother-in-law. Come up here. We need to, we need to dance. We didn't practice this, but hey, this... This will be fun, right? So the, you know, keep in step. When it, whenever I hear keep in step, I think of dancing. Where, yeah, this was not practiced. This was not rehearsed, right? But keep in step, meaning the spirit leads and you follow. Keep in step. So it's kind of like. I don't follow very well. You're the spirit. Okay. I'm so, the spirit? Yeah. Okay. Move me. Right? Dancing, you need a leader. Thank you, dear. It was awesome. You need someone leading, and then you need someone following. The Spirit is the one that leads us, and then we've got to follow. If we're going to create new patterns, we've got to be in touch. What does the Holy Spirit want? And then 
follow, follow, follow. Here's the thing, y'all. That's a long process. That's a long process. That's a process you're going to fail at multiple. Trust me, if we would have tried to do a deep, intricate dance, I'd have been stepping all over her feet. She'd have been stepping all over my feet. It would have been a jumbled mess. But the thing is, though, it takes time to to not just hear the Spirit's voice, but to follow the Spirit's voice and to follow it. So, so look, don't take failure as being final. It takes a while to develop new patterns. I want to share this song with you really, really quick. And, and, and right now, this is one of my favorite songs, hip-hop artist Lecrae. I'm not sure if you've heard of him. But, um, yes, we're going to play a Christian rap song here. Why? Because we can. And I'm the pastor. And we can play this on Sunday mornings. But this guy says an incredible line in this song that I think is so beneficial for us that I just think we need to get where we need to rethink failure. Check, check this song out and listen closely. Took a lot of L's. Took a lot of L's. Called them what? Lessons. Never took a loss. Y'all like, you did that? You played that song just for that? Yep. Why? Personally, I wanted, first off, check... Check it out, Lecrae, awesome guy, Christian guy, mixed, mixed in secular scene. He's got good, good stuff. Secondly, that song sounds amazing on this system. I wanted to hear it. <laughs> thirdly, <laughs> thirdly, I just thought that was such a powerful line. Took a lot of L's, called them lessons, never took a loss, where I think what God taught him that God needs to teach us is we need to rethink failure. Where as a Christ follower, our L's aren't losses, they're lessons. And if you're going to develop new patterns, you need to start looking at your losses as lessons. To where you say, okay, I might have lost this battle, but I'm not going to lose the war. Right? There's a huge difference. If you're going to create new patterns, there's going to be a lot of loss of battles going on. But at the same time, don't give up, don't give up, don't give up. And rethink your, lesson, rethink your losses not as, not as losses but as lessons essentially saying this. What can you learn from the loss? Here's the thing. If you're trying to beat, I don't know, we'll just go back to the whole Krispy Kreme thing, right? Where... Yes, the sign is on. You know when the sign is going to be on. So why in the world are you going to drive past that sign if you know the sign's going to be on? Take a different way home. You got a scheme. Why? Because the devil's scheming against you. The devil knows your patterns. He knows them. He's the greatest psychologist ever. He's, he's been watching you. He knows you. But you've got a scheme against him. One of the things, man, I know I was in youth ministry for 10 years, and I'd always have got, hey, how can I be sexually pure, and, and, and you know, and, and um, 
you know, the, the funny thing was is, 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 is that I would say, okay, let me give you an, an example here. If, if your girlfriend says, hey, come over to my house, my parents, aren't, my parents aren't home. The battle is not gonna be if you, or when you're there, because you, you're probably gonna lose that. The battle is gonna be, are you gonna say yes to going there? So if you say, I'm sorry, I'm not putting myself in that position, you're going to win the battle. The battle's won or fought even before you even fight, fight the, the battle. So if you're going to create patterns, new patterns, you've got to, I'm not going to give up, and you've got to scheme. You've got to scheme. Does, does that make sense? Quitting cannot be an option. Turn your L's. Instead of losses, turn them in. To lessons. Number three, don't go at it alone. I see so many people trying to create new, new patterns. Is it 1130? Oh, Jesus. I see so many people trying to create new patterns by themselves. Let me just tell, tell, tell you, you can't do this thing alone. You need community. The one thing that God said was not good whenever in Genesis, whenever he first created people, he said the, thing, the first thing that wasn't good is that man was by himself. You were created for community. Now, I know, look, I know you even label yourself as saying things like, I'm an introvert. I don't like people. I'm just shy. I'm just quiet. And I get it. For, for, for some of you, your proclivity and nature, your propensity is towards um, not talking to people and not being in relationship with other people. But that could be, that. but honestly the root of that could be that maybe you were hurt growing up. And so you've put walls around you to protect you from, from basically letting people into your life because people have hurt you in the past. And so now you're saying, I'm just quiet, I'm just shy, I don't want people near me when honestly the root behind that could be that you just got hurt and you don't want to get hurt again so you put walls up and just label yourself as shy you've got unhealthy patterns but I have seen this the only way to get I mean one of the only ways to get new patterns in your life is to get people around you and that's why you see so many fitness groups man because it's hard to get new physical fitness habits by yourself but I mean, and I've walked through this. I went through this thing four or five years back. I was 160 pounds, soaking wet, looking like I was in that mid, you know, that that 30-year-old range. Could barely do a pull-up, barely do a push-up. I mean, I was just pathetic. And then some somebody said, hey, we're going to start working out. We're going to start going to the gym. Okay. And he was like, hey, at 5 o'clock. I was like, good. I get off work at 4.30. He was like, no, 5 a.m. I said, yo, Jesus ain't even up at no 5 a.m., bro. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't think so. I'm like, you crazy, bro. But do you know what? It, w- it was something to where for three years, I got up at 5 a.m. at least four times a week to get up and work out. Many times, not because I even freaking wanted to, but I did it because, do you know what? I knew if I did not go, I was going to get a text or call. And over time, that accountability piece helped me create a new pattern where now I don't, I love that guy, but I don't, I don't even need him now. Like I've created new patterns. I go to the gym by myself now. I go to the gym because I want to, because I've seen the, I've seen 
the the amazing results. I mean, look at me. I'm huge. I'm awesome. I'm sexy. It's like my wife loves me. I'm just kidding. But some of you need a relational nudge to break those patterns that you're not going to break by yourself. And we've got a great outlet here. Life, life groups is what we we call them here where it's a group of people that you can do life with that you can come in and no matter where you're at you can you know people will come and they'll come alongside you and help you and push you lovingly with truth towards new healthy patterns and some of you just need that that relational nudge and scripture is clear on that like it's normal scripture says this proverbs 27 17 iron sharpens iron like, if you've been at church any amount of time, you've heard this. Like, it is so true. Like, iron sharpens iron to, to where, you know, it's like you get sharper when you are with somebody else. They make you sharper. They make you better. Ecclesiastes 4.12. It says this. Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. There's something about it. If you are by yourself, you don't got no one watching your back. You, you don't have no one pushing you. But here's the thing. If you have two people. You, you, you can have someone pushing you. If you have th- two other people, three other people with, with you, they will watch your back and push you and tell you the truth when sometimes you, you don't want to listen to the truth. They will tell it to you. And I just think some of us, many of us are afraid to get into relationships because we know they're going to tell us the truth. So we shield ourselves. But I'm telling you, for some of you, your next step in seeing healthy patterns happen, seeing healthy patterns, not just have a good intention for a good pattern, but actually seeing it come to pass is going to be you stepping out and getting into a relationship and you joining a group here at Lifehouse and saying, look, I, I need someone to help me. And really, this goes into, it goes into our fourth point. Really, if you want to see some patterns broken and some brand new patterns happen, you've got to get help. You've got to get help. You know, guys, it's okay not to be okay. You know that? I, you know, it's like I've said this uh, a couple times here, but I think sometimes we come, we come into church and we can just think we've got to have it all together. Like we can, we just think, well, you know, it's kind of the whole, what I've said, dad, dad bod syndrome. You know, young, you know, 30-year-old fellas, man, you know, we're all stallions and studs growing up and then we get married and have some kids and we put on some weight and then we go to the beach and we don't, you know, gotta take our shirt off, you know. So we, so so we're like, we take our shirt off. We're walking around the beach, chest out, stomach stomach in, can barely talk. Sounded like we've been smoking three packs of cigarettes a day for thirty years. Why? Because we don't want no one to see the real us. And then we put the shirt back on let it back out again. And I believe so many people do that in church, man. They come in, I'm blessed, highly favored, awesome, doing great, family's great, awesome, love my kids, nothing's wrong. When your marriage is falling apart, you know it. You don't have a good relationship with your kids. You're battling a life-altering addiction. And y'all, I don't ever want Lifehouse to be a place where we fake it. For real. Fake people don't change. 
fake people continue in unhealthy patterns. But it's all of our jobs to create the atmosphere where we can say to people, it's okay not to be okay. But God loves you so much to not keep you that way. Right? It's okay not to be okay. But that takes time. I know for some of you here, you've been hurt in church. You've had people that you've told things to and they've taken it and told someone else and you feel betrayed by the church. I get that. And I'm sorry. I just want to say sorry. But our desire and our intention here is to create a, a, a welcoming place where you can know it's okay to not be okay, but we love you so much and God loves you so much that we don't want to see you stay that way. It's okay. First Timothy 4.8 says, this is Paul here talking. Actually, it's First Timothy 4.7. Paul just says this little line here in this scripture verse. He says, train yourself to be godly. I, I think we need to know if we're going to see new patterns happen. Like some of you have, were amazing sinners. Like you were good at it. <laughs> right? Like you've developed some, like you developed some bad patterns. And you, there, there are certain patterns in your life that you took 20 and 30 years to get going. And now you expect God to just take it away in 30 seconds. Right? When I think some of us need to see and realize there's this aspect of, of following Christ that it's, it's going to feel like training where we're rewiring, we are removing, we are reshaping minds, we're reshaping actions, and it's hard work. And I think in the same way, many of us don't like physical fitness. Stats show us 60% of people, they're overweight where it's like we, we know some things we shouldn't eat, but yet we still do it because the physical can typically be a good representation of what the spiritual is, where like people know like probably what they shouldn't eat, what they, but, it's, but it's like knowledge really doesn't mean nothing now. But it's like we, we have the opportunity, spirit realm. I think if we're all honest, in the spirit realm, a lot of us aren't doing well, and we know what we actually need to do. We know new patterns that we actually need to do, but many of us need to just take a next step. Like, not that everything is going to be perfect, not that every new pattern is going to be created, but following Jesus is literally a series of next steps. It's a journey of faith. It's not like you're teleported from there. I'm perfect! It's not that, y'all. It's a next step. It's next step. Next step. Next step. And all I want to simply ask you today is in this idea, in this Jurassic Park mode mindset of creating new patterns, what's the next step for you to create a new pattern? And only you know that. God knows and you know what that pattern is that you need to break in your life. So what is your next step? I want to ask you, maybe it is getting professional help. You need to see a counselor. You need to get to the root of it. You've been dealing with stuff for years and years and years and years and years. And I pray today in your spirit there would be a siren that says no more. I need to get to the root of this. Maybe you need to make a decision. Maybe you say I'm going to make a decision to start a new pattern and you just need to say I'm not going to quit. I don't care how many times I mess up. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to get back up and I'm going to do it again. Maybe the next step for you is that relational nudge. You need to join a group. Maybe you just need to take the time and just be and pause and be quiet and say, what is that root that I have? 
<coughs> what is what is that root? Like, what is going on? Why do I keep living this way? Why do I keep saying that? Why do I keep in this relational cycle? This whole like, why? And getting to the root of it. Stand up, church. We're gonna pray. Close out. If y'all could bow our heads, and we're just gonna pray. God, we just want to pause right right now, and we just know, God, that ultimately. You are a chain breaker. You are a pattern breaker and a pattern setter. And Father, we declare that today in this place. And Holy Spirit, I can feel your presence here. You're speaking to people. You're challenging people. God, you are speaking things into people's hearts, God, that I could never say. And I thank you for that. And so, Father, right now I pray for each heart, mind, soul, and spirit here that knows the patterns that they need to change, knows the patterns, God, that, 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 need, that, that need to be broken and new patterns that need to be shaped. I pray you give them courage and boldness and strength right now in Jesus' name. Really, really quick, with every head bowed, every eye closed, it's just a time of privacy. Maybe your next step is to, like I said, get to the root of that deep issue. And do you know what the ultimate root issue is? That sin nature that you have. It is that desire and that thing inside of you that says, I want what is contrary to God's. And do you know what changes that only is Jesus Christ. Him is is Jesus Christ, his life. He lived the perfect life and died the death that, that you should have died in your place and for your sins. And the simple thing is this, whenever you accept that, he gives you his life and you give him your life. You give him your old nature and he gives you his brand new nature. Scripture says this in 2 Corinthians 5, that those that are in Christ, they become new creations. They become new creations. And maybe today, your root issue that you need to deal with today is getting a new nature that will give you new desires to follow, serve, and love Jesus. With every head bowed, every eye closed, if you would say, John, I want to make a decision today to get a new nature and follow Christ. With every head bowed, every eye closed, if you just say, John, I want to make that decision today, shoot your hand up right right now all across this room. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Many of, of you here, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. This is what we're going to do. We're, we're going to simply pray. And what I want us to do, I want everyone here to join in with every person that raised their hand to receive Christ and receive a brand new nature today. We're all just going to join in and pray with them. And check it out. I believe if you pray this with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, I believe by, by grace and through faith, you will be filled with a brand new desire, heart, and passion for the things of God. Ready? Everybody pray this after me. Jesus, I give you my heart. I give you my life. Thank you for giving me yours. I receive today hope. I receive today forgiveness. I receive today love. And I thank you for dying on the cross in my place and for my sins and desiring to give me true life. I receive you today. God, help me to start new patterns that bring you joy, that bring you good. God, thank you for your faithfulness and goodness in my life. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, amen. Amen. Lifehouse family, can we give it up for all those that said that prayer today, that raised their hand and said that prayer today? Thank you again for joining us on the Lifehouse Newport News Podcast. If you're ever in the Hampton Roads area, we'd love for you to join us at one of our live worship experiences at 9 a.m. or 10.30 a.m. at the Regal Kiln Creek Movie Theaters. 
Until then, feel free to check us out at www.theaterchurchnn.com or on any social media platform. Thank you so much and God bless.